Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, but you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for the clutter and chaos in our lives is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So I don't know about you, but my mind has been a cluttered mess lately, and it is time to clean it out. Uh, So we're going to talk today about how to kind of clear the clutter in our minds, how to reduce mental clutter, and how to find some calm and peace in the middle of what can be a really crazy time in the world right now, time of information overload, and how to really find some peace above all the noise of this world. We're going to talk about clearing the clutter of our minds in just a minute. But before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. They have really expanded over the years from uh, their well-known science curriculum to all different things now. They have a new Bible curriculum out. They have math curriculum. And I've even seen they now have art appreciation, creation to contemporary. And that is recommended for 7th to 12th grades. Apologia is voted number one for science and Bible courses. I would encourage you to go check them out right now at Apologia.com. If you're looking for some high-quality, stellar homeschool curriculum, you can't go wrong with Apologia. We have never been disappointed. Um, with their biblical worldview, with their just amazing um, jam-packed curriculum, like really, really uh so much to learn. I just love it. So the other thing I wanted to tell you is you can get some free resources if you need some homeschool helps, if you need some encouragement, go over to Apologia.com. There is a free homeschooling high school resource. That would be super helpful if you are in those years where you're looking for uh, some help for high school, they have some encouragement. They have some kids' activities for free uh, as well to download. So go check out everything that Apologia has to offer at Apologia.com. So I wanted to talk today about mental clutter. I wanted to talk about how we can uh, fix our mind on the things above. There's so much to say about this topic. I've talked about it over the years for sure. Um, But I feel that especially lately in our culture, this is really an important topic. There's nothing that derails um, me at least more than my mind, like going down the wrong path, sometimes just thinking and thinking too much. I overthink everything. Hey, did you guys see my Instagram story? Last week I posted uh, my husband and I were out taking a drive we were uh moving my daughter out to her apartment and we were out taking a drive and as we're driving my mind is literally going a million miles a minute does yours do that like I feel like I have you know a hundred different tabs open like on your computer you have all those little tabs open I feel like I've got topics to think about subtopics and not only that I feel like I have literal theme music going on in my mind that goes with each topic like I always have songs in my head so I'm in the car and I'm just like feeling all these things and he literally goes to me what are you thinking about (laughs) and I'm like do you need the list like where do I begin so that started our conversation and I'm like what am I thinking about like 
where do I begin? Which tab do I begin with? Right. And so that starts our conversation. And I'm like, don't you think like that? And he's like, no, I'm like, well, what are you thinking about as we drive out? And he's like, literally nothing. I'm like, you can drive and not think about, like, I can't turn my mind off these days. So that was just a funny thing. And so I posted on my Instagram story and 99.99999% of you wrote me back and said, you do the exact same thing. So I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, And for that 0.0001% of you, one person, (laughs) who is more like Steve than me, well, God bless you on that because I literally can't turn my mind off. But I guess, you know, part of it could be a woman thing. Like we're more multitaskers. We're designed that way and wired differently. Um, but it must be nice to be able to just drive and turn your mind off. I, I mean, whether I'm in the car or at home or lying in bed or whatever it is, my mind is just like always racing. And it actually has been a lot worse lately. I mean, obviously, I think it's because of life. Our life right now is going a million miles an hour. Like I really feel like I can hardly keep my head above water. And so things are just moving fast and changing fast and life is changing fast. And there's just a lot to think about. But even if I wasn't in this busy season, uh, our world is just, we're inundated with information daily. And I've talked about this in years past on the podcast and mental clutter. And, you know, it used to be, this is so funny. It used to be that when I talked about mental clutter, I would talk about it sometimes in the homeschool realm, like at a homeschool convention, you know, like how homeschooling moms can fill up their minds with all the clutter of curriculum and homeschooling blogs and, you know, trying to do things the right way. Or just women in general, I've spoken to, you know, at at, um, my retreats or um, uh, women's events, not homeschooling, but women's events, you know, where just women in general, you know, sometimes we fill our minds with, you know, the things we want to do for our home or our life or just, you know, all those things. And it used to be that the internet, I felt like gave us a lot of mental clutter in that, you know, we were looking at people's recipes or what people ate for lunch that day or where they went on vacation. And that used to be like the thing I would talk about and be like, wow, you know, we're inundated with so much information these days. I remember one time giving a um, example where I said that when we're scrolling on the internet, it's like we're we're looking at, you know, in, in a five-minute span, we can see where somebody is on vacation, what somebody ate for lunch, what somebody's children are doing that morning, and read all the different opinions on a topic, you know, under the comment section. And I said, you would never let all those people in your house at once, right? You would never let like a girl you went to grammar school with, you know, your aunt who lives across the country and a stranger all in your house at once to talk to you and to show you things and to show you pictures of their vacation and to show you or tell you their opinions on different things. But that's what we do when we scroll through the internet. It's like we can't really, you know, grasp all the information. And so I used to think that was bad. Honestly, I would love to go back in time where the biggest problem was that we were inundated with too much information of what people ate and where they traveled on their vacation and all that fun stuff. Because right now the internet isn't fun anymore. It's no longer uh, just the clutter, excuse me, the clutter of, um, you know, seeing just too much information uh, about somebody's daily life. It's, It's gone beyond that. It's gone to 
all of the topics of the world today, the hot topics, the news topics, the things going on in the world, you know, there's just a lot going on. And so the information that we're putting in our brains has changed. It used to be, like I said, we were kind of just cluttering our minds up with, you know, somebody's home remodel and somebody's uh, newest recipe. Now we're cluttering up our minds with some pretty heavy stuff. And I don't know about you, but my life is complicated enough. And now to add to it the complication of just all the stuff I fill my mind with, it's almost too much to bear sometimes. And so how on earth do we clear our minds of this clutter and you know what I'm going to say it's very simple it begins with who you're spending your time with they say that you'll become most like the people that you spend time with well then you should be spending the most time with Jesus because our lives are about becoming more Christ-like so number one we should be spending a large amount of time with him, whether it's in the word, whether it's in prayer, whether it's just meditating on his word and, and thinking on good things and filling your mind with, you know, good truths. That's number one. When your mind is filled up on good things and on truth, there's a lot less room for the other stuff. When your mind is filled up on the godly things and on the truth and knowing what uh, God's word says, even about all the things going on in this world right now. You desire less to be filling your mind with the things of this world. Just like I say at the beginning, the more you desire him, the less you desire the things of this world. The more you fill up your mind with good things and truth, the less room there is for negative things and the less room there is for lies but also you desire it less. You don't desire scrolling on Facebook when you're filled up on truth. You don't desire looking at Instagram. You don't desire reading all the negative and divisive comments on the latest article that's posted somewhere. Because as it says in Philippians 4, 8, we are to fill our minds with all things that are good and lovely and excellent and praiseworthy. And so we must put a filter on what goes in, right? Like I said, who you spend your time with is going to really determine who you become. And so are you spending more time? You don't even have to be out there in the world physically. You could be at your home, but you could be on the internet spending a lot of time filling up your mind with a lot of junk. And we like I said, I used to talk about this in terms of, you know, oh, don't fill up your mind with what everybody else is doing and don't fill up, fill up your mind with comparing to what you see online. That's like little stuff now compared to what we are <clears throat> comparing to, or not comparing, but compared to what we are filling our minds with. I don't know about you, but because our world is so upside down right now, I I will read the latest headlines and I'll sometimes feel despair. Like, what on earth is going on? This world is crazy. And then to make matters worse, sometimes I do the really wrong decision of starting to read the comment section. People these days are just angry and mean-spirited. They call people names. We would never speak that way, I don't think, to some stranger in real life, would we? And worse yet, sometimes it's not even strangers. It's two people that know each other. They get very angry and they're, you know, uh, posting these things. And it's, it's not good. It's not lovely. It's not excellent. It's not praiseworthy. 
And then sometimes I think, why on earth am I, you know, reading really the same things over and over? A lot of information out there is very confusing. And God is not an author of confusion. Yet Satan loves it that we are all very confused these days and that we are all seeking the truth in the wrong places and that there is no hard truth out there in the world right now. And Satan loves that. There's chaos, confusion, and disorder. And um, the Bible tells us that our only absolute truth is found in God's word. He is the only constant. He is the only steady thing that we can fully 100% rely on. So I don't know why we go and try to fill up on other things or why we fill our mind with other things. So I'm going to be honest and real with you. I have had a very hard time lately, just personally in various things. And so yesterday, Steve and I were again in the car for a long time. This is what happens when your daughter moves two hours away. <laughs> so we've been there already twice this week. And, um, you know, I have, I don't need any excuse to go out and see my daughter. And so we're in the car yesterday and we had a really good discussion because I had gone from having the best day ever. Like we just had an amazing day. I wasn't thinking about any of the junk of this world. I wasn't stressed out about any of our life circumstances that quite frankly can be a little stressful these days. I wasn't focused on any of that. I had such peace. And one little thing happened that kind of set my mind off to go down the rabbit trails in my own mind of, you know, worrying about something or overthinking something or whatever. And he said, you literally just like threw out our whole entire good day because you are letting your mind, you know, go down this wrong path. And I tried to explain to him, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to overthink things. I don't want to be constantly turning over things in my mind. I don't want to have negative thoughts that turn into worry or anxiety. It's like I just, you know, it's kind of spirals sometimes. It kind of spirals out of control. And so we had a really good conversation. Um, thankfully, God does make us differently. And when our spouse balances us out, it is a blessing because he doesn't have that issue like I do where I can just, you know, uh, go down the wrong path in my mind. And so I would imagine many of you can relate to this uh, because I talk to many women these days, especially doing homeschool consulting, and I feel like this is a pretty common issue. A lot of us just don't talk about it. So I'm talking about it. Um, and I'm being real and honest with you. I've, I, I know the truth. I know what the Bible says. I know where I should be focusing my thoughts. And when I don't operate by the Spirit and I operate by the flesh— I fill my mind with the wrong thoughts. And so lately life has been a little complicated and a little bit hard and a little bit, like I said, moving fast and changing fast. So when you couple that with somebody who already has a hard time, you know, with uh, thoughts and, and those things, it's just a lot. And couple that with a world that's gone quite mad <laughs> and crazy and is in chaos and confusion, it's a lot to deal with. So in Isaiah, in Isaiah 26, 3, it says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. 
I love this voice because voice verse because first of all, who doesn't want perfect peace? I would say yesterday I came pretty close to this perfect peace when we were out um, alone for the day and we were in the countryside and uh, I was just like saying to him, "This is so peaceful. Like I feel such peace here." And you know, I wasn't allowing any of my uh, flesh and my my thoughts to get in the way and it was just beautiful but it's hard to stay in that place sometimes but it says here that he will keep us in perfect peace whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you so when we trust in the lord we will have a steadfast mind and we will be kept in perfect peace and i really believe that is by the lord's power not our own we can't will ourselves into perfect peace only he can provide our peace he is our peace right um you know humanness we look for peace in all the wrong places we think when our circumstances get ironed out then i'll have peace when this world stops being so crazy then i'll have peace when i get all the um different things going on in my life right now in order then i'll have peace but that's not where our peace comes from it says here we will have perfect peace when our mind is steadfast we will have perfect peace when we are focusing on him and knowing that we trust in him and not in the things of this world because the things of this world do not offer peace they are constantly changing he does not change they are chaotic and confusing He is not chaotic and confusing, right? He gives us his 100% truth in God's word. There's no confusion there. You know, um, when we are allowing his peace, which, you know, is a fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. When we allow God to work in us, a result of him working in us is he then gives us the peace that we so desire. We don't find that peace in this world. It says in Romans 12 too, one of my favorite verses, um, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Again, there's that uh, talking about your mind. That renewal of your mind takes place by the transformation of the spirit. And part of that happens when you're in the word of God. And so we cannot look for peace in all of these things, um, in all of these things of this world and all of these circumstances, because quite frankly, I don't believe that the world is going to stop getting chaotic. I feel like it's probably just going to get worse, right? I don't feel like the world all of a sudden tomorrow is going to be like, oh, you know what? All of these things that are going on, they're over now and we have all found peace. There is not going to be peace from the beginning of times until Jesus returns. We're not going to find perfect peace in anything, any circumstance on this earth. So when we get that in our mind and be like, okay, you know what? Like I can say in my own little world, the next several months, the next year, whatever is unknown. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of things going on. It doesn't feel peaceful. I can ask the Lord to transform me in those circumstances so rather than you know asking the lord to change this world which i mean we can do that we can ask him to you know do that but we have to understand that this world is always going to have chaos and confusion in some way shape or form so rather than you know we certainly can pray for this world and pray for circumstances and pray for god to work you know through them and in them Rather than focusing on like, God, please change this circumstance. Please do this thing. Let's focus on God. Can you please change me in it so that 
if the worst case scenario happens, I am walking by the Spirit and I'm able to deal with it. So I've been praying lately to God. I've been saying, Lord, please transform me in the circumstance. Please prepare me so that if the circumstances, you know, uh, turn out to be, like I said, my own worst nightmare or, you know, like the worst case scenario, I should say that I am prepared because number one, I have perfect peace that comes only from the Lord. And if you can't achieve that perfect peace without partially fixing your mind on him. You know, the Bible is our spiritual nourishment. It is what we need for our soul. We cannot expect to grow closer to the Lord without it because it's his way of communicating with us. And so I don't know about you, but when I read the Bible, I am always feeling that peace like I always automatically this like sense washes over me no matter what's going on in the world and then later on I can be not in my word and I can be all stressed out and I'm like why why don't I choose to go there first because I know when I get in the word it soothes me and it calms me because there is power in the word of God and so we have to stop looking for peace in all the wrong places um you know like I said, perfect peace is a uh, result of trusting in the Lord. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It's evidence of the Spirit working in us. And, you know, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, knowing that the worst possible suffering is about to take place, thy will be done. And that is a picture of perfect peace. Knowing that no matter what happens, no matter how crazy each day feels, that thy will be done. Ultimately, all we want in our lives is to be in God's will and to give him glory through it all. We as humans get so caught up in all the things going on that it distracts us from what our true and, and um, our true uh, uh, purpose is which is to know him, to make him known, to glorify him in all things. Um, So we have to be very careful that we don't get distracted. Mental clutter is a huge distraction. And these days, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of information. I don't know. Do you get sucked in? I do sometimes. I can get sucked into reading all the latest, you know, news things, all the things that are going on in various areas. And I realize sometimes later, wow, I just spent a lot of time, you know, and it's good to be informed. I'm not saying that we should be ignorant to the things of this world and that we shouldn't care. We absolutely should care and be informed. But there's a big difference. And I think many of you can relate to being informed. And, and I would say this is how my husband Steve is. He's informed of the things going on and then he moves on with his day. Many of us can fall into the trap of not just being informed, but then we need to find every article about what's going on. And then we start reading the comments on what everybody's thinking about what's going on. And before we know it, you know, an hour, two, three go by and we've scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and we're more confused than ever. And Satan loves that. He would want nothing more than to distract us from filling our mind with the truth, from having perfect peace that only comes through the Lord, right? He wants nothing more than for us to feel that sense of despair that sometimes we feel because it takes away from our uh, focus on the hope 
that we have. So do you see, it's, it's, it's really a spiritual battle. So mental clutter is a tool that Satan can use to distract us from our true purpose. So I want to encourage you guys today, if you're like me, if you've been feeling like your mind is so cluttered and so filled with just all of the wrong things, make it a point to be intentional, to be in the word and fill your mind with truth more than you spend time filling it with the things of this world. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be informed. Check the news in the morning. Maybe check the news at night. Don't read every article. Don't read everybody's comments, especially. Because for me, that's where the downfall is. It, it really does depress me sometimes. It makes me feel a little bit hopeless sometimes because I'm like, wow, people are just, you know, being mean. And rather than feeling that way, I hope that I could actually be more motivated, you know, to share the light, to share the gospel, to love on others, because, you know, seeing that we, the only thing we can do is um, who, you know, how we behave in our everyday world and, and the people that we come in contact to, uh, with, and, you know, we're not going to be able to change all the people out there on the internet, but we can, we can certainly make an impact with the one person that you're kind to at the grocery store today right? And that does make an impact. And so reducing mental clutter, it's a whole mindset. Number one, get in the word, fill your mind with God's word. The more you fill your mind with God's word, the less you're going to even desire to fill your mind with other things. Um, Because the Holy Spirit has power and it's working in you and it's going to keep you focused. It's going to produce that perfect peace when your mind is steadfast on him. And you're going to trust him and not in the things of this world. You know, I think that's where a lot of our mental clutter comes from. We put our security in the things of this world. You know, oh, so the data shows that whatever is going on. And so now I feel safe. You're really never safe uh, unless you're inside of God's will. And so, you know, life isn't always this perfect cookie cutter safe place. Thank the Lord that we have Jesus. Thank the Lord that because of him, we are safe and secure forever, even if the circumstances around us are dangerous. Uh, You know, we are completely safe and secure in him. So, you know, be careful that we don't put our security in our circumstances because circumstances can change in an instant And so we can think that things are going to be peaceful or things are going to be less chaotic or things will be better, you know, when. But we really never know what tomorrow brings. We really, you know, only have this moment today. So we want to get in the word. We want to fill our minds with truth. We want to focus on um, things that are lovely and pure and excellent and praiseworthy. And uh, we'll have no room for Satan's lies. The next thing to do would be to really simplify your time. You know, say to yourself, I am not wasting the gift of time that I have today scrolling my social media, which is not bringing me peace. It's not giving me life. I am going to spend that time 
with the Lord or out in my community serving or going to the grocery store and smiling at somebody. Like literally, just these small things can bring so much more joy. I don't really know anyone who's ever spent time in the Word and then when they're, or like serving out in the community or something, and then when they're done, they're like, wow, well, that was really a waste of time. I don't think I've ever been in my Bible and been like, well, that that really made me depressed now. Sometimes I feel convicted, but in a good way. But I don't think I've ever been like, well, now I'm depressed. But I do know for sure that many, 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 many people will spend time on social media or watching TV or, you know, filling their mind with the wrong things. And they're not feeling peace. You know, I feel like this overthinking thing, this metal, mental clutter that it's almost like, you know, we're searching and searching for peace. Like I think to myself, if I can just think through all these things, like I'm going to find peace. It's not where I'm going to find peace. It says that in the Bible that our minds are fixed on him and that will bring us perfect peace. Because when your mind is fixed on him, you see everything in a different perspective. You don't see it from the worldly perspective, right? It also says in the Bible, set your mind on things above and not on things below. The things here below are temporary, And so while, again, we can be informed and we can have knowledge of what's going on and make wise decisions and things like that, when it becomes too much, it's distracting us from thinking on the eternal. You know, we think that this world is all there is and we forget that there is so much more to come. And so it's really important to have that eternal perspective, to set your mind on things above. I always say, When you set your mind on things above first, then you're able to handle the things below, right? So you set your mind on things above so that your earthly perspective changes and you're not feeling the chaos and confusion so much because your mind is fixed on the things that are eternal that bring peace and give life. And so you are looking at everything through that lens, rather than what many of us do. And let me know if this is you. you. You look at the circumstances of the day, you turn them over in your mind, you know, whether it's in your personal life or the things that are going on in this world, you turn those things over in your mind, you think about those things, you worry about those things, you analyze those things, you think about those things, and then you go to prayer and you ask God, like, Lord, please change these things. But when you set your mind on things above first, You're going to know that in this world, there's going to be trouble, but Jesus has come to overcome the world. You're going to know that there's going to be suffering in this world, but you know who's overcome that. And so when you set your mind on things above and you're filled with truth and you're, you're, you know, having that, uh, kind of, uh, guide your, your behaviors and your attitudes, then when you are in crazy chaotic circumstances or when the world is in crazy and chaotic circumstances, you see it differently and you're able to handle it differently. So we don't try to solve the world's problems and then ask God to fix it or to bless it or to answer to prayer or whatever it is. We go to God first so that then we can handle all the things that come our way. And so our mental clutter will dissolve because we are having the mind that is filled with the good things, the truth 
And we're not feeling so divided. We're not feeling so chaotic because the truth of God's word is filled with hope and joy. And so we can look at the things that are going on and we can handle them the way God intends us to handle them by his spirit, by his power, by his strength. So I've been doing this a little bit lately because like I said, my mind, and so I'm talking to myself here because, you know, I told you my mind has been like just a big mess of stuff lately. And I've just started saying to the Lord lately, please transform me. I'm not asking you to do this, 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 and this thing. I'm asking you to transform me and may all of this bring you glory. No matter what happens to me or around me or in my family or in our circumstances, may it bring you glory. May it bring you glory. Even if this thing I'm praying about falls apart, may it bring you glory. Even if this thing that I'm praying about doesn't work out, may it bring you glory. And what else is there to ask for? So it's like, we all, you know, you always hear that uh, phrase, you know, you, you ask God to uh, not change the circumstances, but to change you in them. That's what I've been asking. Lord, transform me. Lord, give me the ability, no matter what happens, to walk in it, to walk in the outcome. And so when you have that type of mind, there's a lot less room for mental clutter because Mental clutter is just a distraction. There's a lot less room for junk to go in my mind when I'm filled up on that truth. I desire to, you know, I don't desire to scroll on the internet when I'm in that place of that perfect peace. I don't desire to read every single article because I know it's not going to solve anything. I'm looking for security in all the wrong places. My security is found in Christ. My hope is found in him. The truth is in his word and the power is in there for him to transform me. And that can start in my mind. When my mind is transformed, that flows out into my actions. You know, I used to say my kids know the difference when I've been spending a whole bunch of time on the internet and spending a whole bunch of time scrolling the wrong things. They know that mommy compared to when I've been spending a whole bunch of time in my Bible and praying and thinking on, you know, the good and lovely things. They see the difference because our attitudes, our actions, and our behaviors are an outflow of our relationship with the Lord. And just like I said uh, uh, before, you know, you you become like those you spend your time with. There's a, a passage in the Bible that says there were these unschooled men, these disciples, that they recognized. So they were just these ordinary men. You know, they said, it says like unschooled ordinary men, but they, the people recognized that they had been with Jesus. And may it be so for us. May the world recognize that we have been with Jesus. Because you know what? The world is certainly going to recognize when you have been spending time in the wrong places. But you're going to stand out when they recognize you have been with Jesus. When I'm on the internet, you can recognize that because I'm a little bit more uh, despondent. I'm a little cranky. Uh, you know, it, it flows out of you. But when you're with Jesus, people recognize that. They see it in you and it's transforming. So I hope this encourages you if you're like me, whose you know, mind can just race these days and 
be so cluttered up, to get rid of some of that mental clutter, to find some calm in the chaos these days, and uh, to find your peace, your true and lasting perfect peace in him alone and not in anything of this world. I just want to remind you before I go that our Simply Living for Him online community is a thriving community of women that are seeking the Lord. And this is, if you want to get rid of mental clutter, come on over the community because we are laser focused on, you know, just keeping our conversations godly. And uh, we, you know, share different things in there. And we're starting a new Bible study in September on Romans 8. We are going verse by verse for six weeks through Romans 8. I would love for you to join us. As always, all of my Bible studies that we do in there are completely free. So come on over to the community at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. If you are a homeschooler and you are preparing for the homeschool year, I have had so many homeschool clients, uh, consulting clients lately. Everybody's trying to you know, uh, find some, some, I want to say some peace in their homeschool by, uh, you know, having an appointment where I kind of, I, I will do anything you need to do. If you need to talk about curriculum, if you need to talk about schedules, if you need to, you know, bounce ideas off of, but mostly what I do with my clients, number one is pray with them. Number two is to uh, help them to focus on the things that matter most, your family and following the Lord and all of those things. And so if you need a little boost of encouragement for your homeschool year or you need to, you know, just make sure you've got all your ducks in a row when it comes to curriculum and things like that, feel free to reach out. I have some openings available um, at simplylivingforhim.com. You can find all of the information or just email me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com. Um, and as always, my books are available on Amazon if you're looking for a book to encourage you as you begin your homeschool year. I have The Simple Homeschool Journey, Called Home, and Real Homeschool. Those books would be perfect to read as you begin your homeschool year to really keep your mind focused on what it should be focused on these days. Um, So you can go check those out at Amazon. I also have two e-courses, Simplify Your Homeschool, which a lot of people have been taking advantage of that right now and purchasing that one because we want to start out the year. Again, it's like a spiritual tune-up. It's not really... That course is not really like, here's all the steps you need to take for a simple homeschool. It's like, here, we're going to like break it down to a spiritual tune-up to get you focused as you begin your school year. And then there is uh, Bible-based homeschooling, which teaches how we used the Bible as our main textbook in our homeschool for one year. We got rid of all the curriculum and we just used the Bible to teach our kids. And it was an amazing year. You can check that out as well. Everything I talked about, you can find at simplylivingforhim.com. So I hope that this podcast encouraged you today. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus.